Welcome to episode 105. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. Masculine and feminine. Oh my god. I kind of just want to stick a fork in my eye when I hear those words. Yeah, I know. We're going there. I want to say up front before you get into the episode that it's different. It's, it's worth it because the aim in this is to take us into what we're not seeing. When our masculine, feminine dance relationship within ourselves is off kilter or it's not dancing in the way it could be dancing, it influences everything. I also want to say that masculine and feminine can mean a billion different things. It's talked about in many different traditions. I love all the different ways it's talked about, but the way that we go into it in this episode is in a way that just takes us into different parts of self, that helps it to get impersonal, and it helps us to go deeper into the essence, which is where the real healing, shifting, changing, alchemizing happens. It's where it happens is at these depths, at the the raw essence of it. And that's my aim. And yeah, it's hard to do that in a podcast. I mean, I've got 35, 40 minutes to, to get us there. We're not doing any practices. We're not sitting in a meditative space. I'm not taking you into all the different ways that I can experientially show you, but I still feel like we got somewhere in this episode. I still feel like there are some truths to be revealed in the conversation um, in this episode. So I would love for you to just dive in, uh, walk in with that radically honest, non-judgmental mindset that I invite us to be in every time. Um, Some of it's not comfortable. Some of it will bring up a whole lot of triggery things. Some of it will be light and fluffy and easy breezy and and joy-filled and love-filled and who knows what else um, it will be. But just really inviting all of that to be there in this episode. Before we go into it, one last little thing. I would love to invite you to join us on the lives. So if you're ever free on a Saturday at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific time, that's where these get recorded. On our YouTube channel, they're open to men and women. Uh, The comments are beautiful. There's usually about 10 minutes of good fun that happens before we get to the podcast content. So there's like 10 minutes that happened before this. Would love to be there with you. So if it's something that ever calls, just kind of look up Sabrina Lynn Rewilding on YouTube. You'll find us and you'll see um, the next recorded or the next scheduled live is happening. Hit the bell button, set the reminder, and then I'll see you on, on Saturday. All right. Enough of me talking. Enjoy this episode. That my aim in most of these, most of our circles, most of our shares, most of what we do, our podcasts, all of this is to take you to places that you haven't seen before. Otherwise, what's the, like, that's just, that's fair. 
I don't want to just sit around in a circle and sing Kumbaya. I'm not interested in sitting around. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just am not interested in holding a space to sit around and sing Kumbaya. I'm interested in taking you to places within yourself that allow you to see why you're exhausted, right? Which is oftentimes, um, I'm going to share this. This is how we're going to walk into this. How this can manifest in, in the physical when our masculine and feminine energies aren't harmoniously jiving together. They're not dancing. They're not kind of in union. I don't like the word balance. I just don't like it, but we could say that if that helps to, to sort things out. I, I like the word harmony, right? There's a, there's a harmony. There's an equal respect between the two of them. There's an equal love between the two of them. There's a reverence between the two of them. I've spoken in podcasts before, and here's just something to feel into. And then I'll get to these, like, how can it physically manifest is flow. I like that Raquel. Thank you. That's a great word. Um, is there are four relationships that you can look at between masculine and feminine energies within ourselves and within our relationships to another person, but just within ourselves. How does my feminine flow, dance, love, honor, stand in reverence to my feminine, right? So there's a feminine to feminine relationship and you can, sometimes it's easier. It's really hard to see ourselves a lot of times. So it might be easier to feel into how does your feminine jive with another's feminine, right? Like, can you, can you just be in like woman space, right? Like just woman space, like woman to woman space. And you just can feel into that. And that's feminine to feminine. And then you can feel into feminine to masculine. So how is, again, internally, how is my feminine relationship to my masculine? How does my feminine think of my masculine? Does my own feminine like love, honor, respect my own masculine? Does it judge it? And then think about when you're in your feminine and you're with another who's in their masculine and just feeling into what is that relationship like? How and your relationship between your feminine and another person's masculine will be different in every single person who you kind of feel into. But you can feel into, do I dance well with, with that masculine? You kind of also feel overall and just all of our time together is about being radically honest and being so vulnerable and in a non-judgmental space. So this is all about non-judgment and being so okay to be honest with yourself. Just, it's about you and being okay to be honest with yourself. And you can kind of overall feel into, wow, I just really struggle to have girl time. And, and maybe we'll just do that here in the comments. So if anyone's feeling like, this could be confession time, right? There's this big power in confession. So if anyone feels to share, like, wow, I, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's most of the population. I just, I really struggle woman to woman. I, I find myself like competing or I find myself being smaller. I find myself feeling not good enough or not worthy enough when it's just like woman to woman, girl time, like girl time. And then you kind of feel into other relationships and you go, okay, when I'm in my feminine, 
right? You're like feminine, just like feel into your feminine. You know, you're, you're radiant, you're radiant, you're flowing, you're radiant, like life is moving through you. You know, there's, there's, um, there's this aliveness to the feminine. And so when you're in the feminine and you're feeling, you're very connected to your emotions, things change really rapidly, you're super sensitive, you're super switched on, intuition is kind of through the roof. You're not just feeling through your five senses, you're feeling through your like 55,000 senses. That's the, fe- like that's, those are some of the aspects of the feminine. And if you're in the feminine and there's someone in the masculine, just feel overall, overall, is that a comfortable place for you? Is that, is that, or is it, does it lead to fear? Does it lead to, is there like a mistrust often? And we're just exploring these things to just um, be honest with ourselves. Um, I struggle to have deep interactions with women. I don't always feel safe. Um, thank you so much for sharing that woman. Um, I used to, and it took time to work. I'm, I'm feeling like that was around the, the feminine to feminine relationship. I find it really difficult to show myself to be feminine. Um, and then you feel into when you're in your masculine or your masculine, you're, you're and think of masculine as holding the space. You're not dancing the dance of life, you're witnessing the dance of life. So that's why oftentimes you'll see those who are in their masculine at like a wedding or a dance celebration, they'll be observing. It's their preference is to watch the feminine, is to watch the dance of life happen, to hold that space, to be the seer, to be the witness. Right? And so that's a trait of masculine energy. Another trait would be very directional, very focused, very like one track, um, very goal oriented. Whereas the feminine is very like diffuse awareness, diffuse awareness. And so just feel like, is that a comfortable place for you to be in your masculine, to, to be in your masculine? And then feel into when I'm in my masculine and I'm relating to another in their masculine, how is that for me? How is that for me? I'm in my masculine, another is in their masculine. You know, how does, is there, is there a harmony there? <laughs> does my masculine want to like kill their masculine, like eat them alive? Does my masculine feel weak and less than? It, these are just questions. I'm just kind of bouncing around, just throwing different things out for us to feel into. And then when we're in our masculine and we're relating to someone in the feminine, so we're in our masculine, kind of that space holding directional focus, um, mission oriented, like one track kind of mind and someone is in the feminine, like what is, is there a flow? Is there a dance? What's the judgment there? Is there, is there a reverence? Like, can there be a reverence there? And this is, this is just about like reflection and introspection and, and simply feeling into those four relationships. And now think about that relationship within yourself. So instead of it being outside of yourself, feel into that relationship for yourself. And my masculine, does my masculine hold my feminine? 
Can my masculine hold the fullness of my feminine? Is my masculine strong enough to hold the wildness, the fullness of my feminine? Can my masculine stay present, stay in witness, stay observing, stay holding, hold that huge, big, safe space around the fullness of my feminine in all of her expressions, in the fullness of her emotional expression, in how quickly she changes her gosh darn mind, in how sensitive, how sensitive, how deeply feeling she is, to feel so deeply that the bird that just bounced into the window like breaks my heart and I start crying. Is my masculine able to be in reverence to that? Can my masculine not judge that? Where is my own masculine judging my, my feminine? Where is my own masculine judging my feminine? And vice versa, is that how you say that? I don't know, we, I think we all know what I'm saying. Flip it. Where is my feminine judging my masculine? So where is my feminine potentially judging my masculine? So if my masculine is really feeling a purpose, like really feeling driven by a purpose, like there's a purpose and I'm, I'm in one track mind, I am mission focused, I am here to achieve that goal. How does my feminine, my own feminine, dance with that? How does my own feminine nurture that, love that, honor that, respect that? Or does my feminine judge that? Does right? This is wild. This is wild how deep we can go with this. Once we get past the heady things and we get past the arguing between masculine and feminine, we get past, and, and, and I heard this thing the other day, John Wineland, who I think does great work in the world. I heard him say something along the lines of, we've got to stop shaming ourselves for not being feminine enough or not being masculine enough. Like enough with the shaming, enough with the shaming. And, and I want to share that because when we can come out of that, out of that judgment space, out of that shaming space, we can start to move into a deeper place of truth. It's not a place of should be based on someone else's thoughts or based on cultural norms or based on I don't know where we adopted some sort of belief system from, but wherever we adopted that, that from or those from. But really, instead of it being like outside placed on top of us, it's coming from this like inside up and bubbling out. Inside up and bubbling out. What is, and I find this to be just amazing that we're living at this time where we as human beings can express the fullness of our masculine and the fullness of our feminine. We, we, we can, we can. It's not easy and there are some cultures and some places in the world where it's still not acceptable 
right? It's not acceptable for a woman to express masculine traits or, a, and, and still in some of our societies, for a man or a, a person in a man's body to express feminine traits, right? But to me, how it feels to me and just what I see in workshop spaces and see around the world and kind of where I see the collective moving to, and you can see it with the movements. You can see it in the movements. To be moving to a place that is so, that gives us such fluidity. And you see it in the younger generations, like it's happening. Us oldies, we just are trying to catch up, I think. But it's gonna happen, you know, we might just need to die off for it to happen. Or we might be feeling it, it might be mo moving through us. But you see in younger generations, they are so fluid. They are so fluid. It's like, it's, Boys, you know, that old thing like boys will be boys, you know, girls will be girls, boys will be boys. It's not, it's not that anymore. Like there is such fluidity between the energies. There's such fluidity. Um, and to me, it's, it's just this, while we, we get to have, this is so weird having this stupid camera up and down. I've got to sort that out on YouTube, but we get to have this broader spectrum we get to have this broader spectrum so something that i wanted to start with and then we ended up going into kind of the four different relationships and feel into this for yourself so now this gets reflective and you can share in the comments i'd love to hear in the comments either here on the live or in the permanent comments but i would love to hear this for yourself how does this manifest for you so maybe this was in the past, you didn't have a great relationship between the feminine and masculine aspects of self, between those two parts. And it, 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 even like kind of take, this is so hard to get past preconceived notions because they're so deeply ingrained. But based on our conversation today, right? Feminine as like fluid, that sensitive, that receptive. And then the masculine, which we talked about as like purpose-driven. Feminine is like love, connection, um, relations-driven. And just feeling into how did that, or how does that, and I'm gonna go through a whole list of examples of things that I've seen, I've witnessed in circles and in people, and also like personally what I've kind of gone through on my own journey with all of this, but to feel into um, when masculine and feminine, or maybe you're just sitting with a whole bunch of wisdom that you can share with us, but when they're not, they're not loving each other. <laughs> when the masculine and feminine within you is not loving each other, this is what I wanna talk about. How does it show up in our lives? When the masculine and the feminine in you are not jiving, your own, I don't wanna talk about you and another person, that takes a whole nother 10 layers of complexity to it. Just your own, your own masculine and your, like this is now us taking full ownership. So now I'm gonna invite all of us to just take full ownership, like to step into it, full ownership of my own masculine and my own feminine when I'm, when they're not playing nice together, they're not loving each other, they're not in reverence to each other, they're not respecting each other, they're not in that flow, that harmony that we talked about at the start. When they're not in that, how does that show up for me? So here's something that I see showing up and I'm, I'd love to hear comments. I would love for everyone to share around this, but here's something that I see often and you feel into, this is one of those times to get real, to get raw, to get honest, how does this show up for me, right? Um, pain in my root and sacral, an aspect of the feminine was locked um, 
in the dungeon last week couldn't embody her till now. My masculine is judging my feminine and she's not getting that. She's not, I love this Janice, thank you. This is such a good, like tangible one that we can sink our teeth into. My masculine is judging my feminine that she's not getting things done, jumping from one to another. <laughs> if that makes sense, Janice, it makes perfect sense. It's so good and it's so common. Shows up in my body when they're not getting, um, getting along. Sciatica in my left leg is how it shows up. Um, emotional spewing. <laughs> that is such a good one. Um, okay, so I'm going to give a few more. I'm going to kind of bounce off. Um, shows up as level two Lilith. <laughs> so for those of you who weren't on last week's episode, that's episode 103. We spoke about level two Lilith. You can find that. Um, uh, I get restless. I get destructive. Um, a refusal to feel I distract myself. I love these. Um, I'm more judgmental to others, afraid to say um, too much masculine and I numb myself with feelings too much feminine. Haven't experienced that yet. I'm still exploring and locking her. Vicky, love that. Um, my masculine's getting better at holding space for my feminine. My feminine always hijacks all the attention and my masculine ends up getting nothing done because it's holding space. <laughs> Andrew, I love that um, for my feminine and no more mission can happen. Um, Karen, yes, overeating. Um, whatever I do is not good enough. Tiggs, you just nailed it. So here's what I see a lot of times is um, whatever I'm doing is not good enough. Like the feminine will be saying, I'm not honoring my emotions enough. We're not honor, we're not, not enough self-care, not enough time to just be, not enough time to um, to to not be doing, not enough time to just honor my flow and my movement, you know, just like life itself. And I just so you get self-care is a huge one. Like that's kind of the buzzword around around this, like the feminine starting to talk, like self-care, self-care, slowing down. Um, and so far out, it's so hard to find these words. I'm going to try to get this. I'm going to try to get this. So the feminine is saying, you're working too hard. You're doing too much. I need some self-care. I need like a bath. I need to just put on some music. I need to just like go within. I need to feel. I need to cry. I need to emote. I need, I need this. And so then you shift over into that. And then the guilt sets in right? So then you shift into self-care and you shift into honoring that aspect of self and then the guilt sets in. So, so the guilt sets in that, oh no, I'm not getting anything done. I'm not accomplishing anything. I'm not taking care of the kids, all these things on my to-do list, yada, 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 right? Straight line, goal-oriented, focus, do, make things happen in the world. That's all masculine. Um, I'm not holding space for my babies or whatever I'm, I hold space for. I'm not doing that. And so this guilt sets in, never really fully go into the self-care part, really, because we can't let go because the guilt is there. So we flip out of that and then we come back over into masculine, do, 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 um, accomplish, 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 straight line, thinking, 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 all the left brain logical stuff, that's, that's, most, that's all masculine. Like all of that starts to happen or however that shows up for us. And then we start to not feel, um, we start to not feel good there, right? So we feel good nowhere. That's what I'm trying to get at. We feel good nowhere. We feel good nowhere. We don't feel good when we're honoring the feminine. We don't feel good when we're honoring the masculine. We just 
don't feel good, it's never enough. How many of us have that feeling of it's never enough? I'm never doing enough or I'm never doing the right thing, right? It's, and this to me is the manifestation of inner, like this is deep inner stuff we talked about. This is way beyond the brain and this is why it's so hard to get into these places. And this is why it takes like experiential work and embodiment work and it takes workshops and it takes retreats and it takes practices, it takes tools and it takes doorways in and guides to get us into these places. But to me, that's one, one of the physical manifestations of masculine and feminine within our beings, not having the respect, not dancing well together, not having that harmony, not communicating well together. We can use the word balance, although it just, I don't know why that one bothers me a lot. I think because we say balance and people think it needs to be 50-50. Like I should be 50 in my masculine and 50 in my feminine, which is total bullshit. Some of us are called to be 99% in our feminine. I'm exaggerating. I don't know if any of us can even live on this planet 99 in our feminine. You'd have to be a very specifically set up situation because our world is just not designed for that. Unfortunately, you know, maybe we could fix that. <laughs> um, but other manifestations of that, right? So if we feel into that's what's happening to us internally, internally, neither really gets to express itself or neither gets to express itself without shame or guilt or judgment being placed on it. Neither gets to. I don't get to make my mission happen or I don't get to accomplish my goals without feeling bad. I don't get to honor my feminine. This one less so. Can you feel that in yourself? It might be different for you, but for most, it, this one is less. We feel less guilty when we're in the masculine and that's simply because of the conditioning. It's simply because of collective consciousness. It's simply because of there's more value placed on masculine energy traits. There's more value placed on accomplishment and doing and, you know, things like making money, things, uh, th those things, than loving, than nurturing, than um, <laughs> flowing, than creativity. You know, like that's, those are feminine traits. And so you can, f you can feel um, into that aspect too. So we, in order to work with these deep insights, we have to get underneath those layers, what we have taken on from our family, what we take on from society, what we, you know, all of that, all of that stuff. And then, so if that's happening inside, like that's happening inside, and most often, I'm just gonna say totally generically, most often, um, the, um, sorry, I just saw a comment. I think it was really good uh, about the U.S. Um, the U.S. is so masculine and I never feel at home here. Um, Kelly, I love that you shared that. I just love that you shared that. And I have experiences of that as well. And I have witnessed that and I've seen that in um, women from other cultures and other countries where the feminine is honored very, very differently um, and is revered in a very, very, very different way than here in the States, 100%. But then you can also look at the different aspects. So in a lot of cultures, certain aspects of the feminine are revered, like mother 
is very revered in like European cultures typically. Like mother, wife is very revered. Well, what about dark goddess? What about medicine woman? What about the witch? What about erotic lover? What about seductress? What about all of these other aspects of the feminine that are not necessarily revered? And so in every, like every country that I hold space for, or every, you know, every, every place is so, 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 so different. And you can see where, oh, wow, like this aspect of the feminine is so alive and so awake here and so honored and so accepted here in this country. And then you go to another country and those same aspects of the feminine are shamed and they're really dampened down and they're really judged and they're really dormant and they're really quiet. It's, it's fascinating. So being in circle, so like our, our mystery school circles or some of our retreats, it's women from many, many, many different cultures in many, many, many different countries. And it's one of the biggest gifts is to be in a circle with women who are from very, very, very different backgrounds and women who have lived their whole lives in energy that has such deep reverence for mother and deep reverence for wife. And then in that same circle, you're in a space with a woman who's lived her whole life in energy that has deep reverence for warrior woman, that has deep reverence for the medicine woman and the witch, right? And you start to see, holy shit, I've just bought into what is and is not acceptable. It's not what's true to me. I've just bought into what is and is not allowed, what is and is not considered good or right or feminine it's even what is and is not considered feminine is so totally different it's so totally and this is this is why archetypal work is so incredibly beautiful and so incredibly wonderful and to work with like 20 i think it's 24 i don't know i always make up a different number because i really genuinely don't know but it's probably more than that now like 28 different feminine archetypes right everything from the witch to the seductress to the dark goddess to the medicine woman to the midwives to the mother to the lover to you, you go through all of them um, to open up all of those different aspects of the feminine so feminine energy traits and then the same so you know our conversation here feminine energy traits so you feel into all those different feminine energy traits and like they become alive in you, they, they're, they're set free. They're set free in you, you're free to express them through your body. And so those, and then the masculine energy traits, there's always, I shouldn't say always, there is. I'm trying to think of something that there like really isn't. I mean, there's a few, but who cares, it doesn't matter. But the masculine is the, the same, like you go through the masculine archetypes go through the masculine archetypes and all the different flavors of the masculine, like father, lover, warrior, um, medicine man, right? Shaman. You go through all of the different masculine archetypes and then you, and, and now imagine in yourself. So for yourself, we're talking masculine energy traits, feminine energy traits in yourself. You've got the full bandwidth of masculine energy traits open. You've got the full bandwidth of feminine energy traits open and available and the rubble released out of them, the judgment around them let go of, the 
toxicity <laughs> that might sit in there released, right? It's really just like, a, we don't need to go into all of that. But anyways, all of those are alive. Now imagine, how does that show up in your world? Just how does that show, how does that translate into your life? How does it translate into your life? Just think about that. How does that translate? There is no place it doesn't translate. There is not one. It affects every single relationship you have. Every time you speak to any human being, it, 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 it shows up there, right? Every relationship, our creativity, our creativity is linked to can we get pregnant and birth something, right? Well, getting pregnant requires masculine and feminine essence to combine, to be impregnated. And then can you birth it out into the world? And can you nurture that creation? Can you nurture that creation? Well, then that takes a whole new slew of masculine and feminine traits. But you feel into so much, our sexuality, right? If we don't think that our sexuality and our capacity to feel pleasure and to, to move into this space of receptivity and surrender and orgasmic bliss, if we don't think that's related to our relationship between our masculine and feminine, we're insane. We're missing the boat. We are totally missing the boat. We could use like magical crystal wands and healing onyx up our vaginas as long as we want to, as long as we want to. But until we go to these core essences, these, this core relationship of masculine and feminine within yourself, good luck. You will we will never, we will never get to the, the full potential of relationship. We will never get to the full potential of sexuality. And I'm not talking about man and woman. I'm not talking about just relationship between a man and a woman. I'm talking about woman and woman relationship. I'm talking about man and man relationship. I'm talking about intimacy between all of that, all of that, right? It's just an essence. It's just the energy of it. It's just the energy and the essence of it. And, and it's fucking magical and it's fucking insane. And it's so huge and it's so big and it touches on so many levels. And our world has such a distorted relationship between those two energies. It is such a distorted relationship. And you can look out and you can just see how we, we abuse the world, how we abuse mother nature, how it's use and abuse. And it's the, like not even honoring the essence of that. You can look how we treat the women and children in certain countries. You can look and you can look how we treat the masculine. I'm not even just like a, playing, you know, like only leaning toward the, the feminine, but how we treat the masculine, how so many times in America we're, we're trying to emasculate men. Like, no, I don't want, I know. Like, no, or, or out of fear or out of not being in reverence to masculine energy, right? It's, it's not just about a man, it's about masculine energy. It's so, so much deeper than that. And it starts within. It starts with our own relationship. It starts in, deep, 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 deep inside. Carl Jung, I think it was Jung, had to have been. Um, um, I mean, the whole philosophy, Jungian psychotherapy, Jungian analysis, the whole thing is kind of based on this, is you can never heal until you get to the archetypal essence of something, until you get into the impersonal essence of something. 
until then, this is why, remember, long runway is going to take us a while to get in. Get into these levels. Figure out how to get there. Because I am telling you, it will change every relationship you have. It will change your relationship to your body, your relationship to food. It will change your relationship to your man or your woman. It will change your relationship to your mother, to your father. It will change your relationship to how you raise your babies. It will change your relationship to how you create in this world, how you live in this world, to your sense of worth, your sense of value, how much love you can give and receive. It changes everything. It changes everything. But it's, having, it's figuring out how to get to the essence of it. The essence of it. Like the S in, 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 in. And I will tell you that until you kind of do that work, I don't know that there's anyone who just comes into this world and has just a really beautiful relationship between their masculine and their feminine. I have not met one. I've not met one that hasn't done work around that to get to that place where they are in reverence to each other. They are serving each other. They serve each other. They are in reverence to each other. They communicate inside in such a way that it just blows you away. Blows you away. You end up being able to do more masculine things in the world and, and embodying more feminine in the world when both of them are operating in, in such a way. When both of them are in reverence to each other because they're not fighting. They're not fighting for space. They're not fighting for attention. And they're not fighting to figure out how to deal with the other one. It says it's not this, oh, I have to deal with my emotions or oh, I have to deal with my, I like to call it my German workhorse. <laughs> it's, it's very much my masculine, it's very much a part of my masculine essence. I have this German workhorse in me, right? I was raised on a farm, I have a German workhorse in me and it, it, it will go. But it is a beautiful aspect of my masculine. It is a beautiful aspect of my mask, but to not let it overrun everything else and to also not let my feminine, you know, overrun everything to have really beautiful harmony, to have really beautiful lovemaking that's happening in our bodies all of the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wish that for all of us. Um, we have an online retreat called Sexual Healing and Awakening. I love this retreat. If there's one program that we have that supports this within ourselves, like the going into those essences, the um, working on those archetypal levels, the deep, 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 beyond the mind, beyond the brain, like deep, 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 deep exploration into these places that we talked about, that's the one that I would recommend is Sexual Healing and Awakening. It's on our website, rewildingforwomen.com. I actually made it. Of course, most of our stuff is for women, but when I designed it, I knew that there were a few men and a few couples going through this. So the way that it came through is that it is totally okay and totally beautiful for men to go through this. Totally beautiful for men to go through this one as well. If it sings to any men or if you want to do it and your partner's a man and you want to do it together, um, go for it. You don't both have to buy it. If you're a couple, just, just one um, and share it. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, but on our website, under programs, online, and then just look for sexual healing and awakening um, retreat. Also, final little note, we'll end on this. It was Rewilding's birthday. Ah, October is Rewilding's birthday. So five years, we're five years old. Ah, 
that's wild. Um, super exciting. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. We're going to do something really fun. Um, this week I had a very good friend of mine who was there for the birth of rewilding for women. She's kind of responsible. I like to say she's responsible for it so I could just pass the buck. Was it me that created this monster of a thing? It was definitely her. Um, but she has some really fun ways of celebrating. Um, so we're going to share that next week in the newsletter. So if you're not subscribed, just website rewildingforwomen.com and put your name and email in there and then you'll get the birthday celebration stuff. Um, that we're going to send out, I should say, probably this week. Um, congrats! Thanks! Ah, Tanya's birthday's on the 22nd. Only five years. I know, Shay, right? I know! I was like, five? Are you sure it's not like 15? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure our first workshop was only five years ago in Australia? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I totally, totally hear you, Shay. <laughs> All right. Um, so much love to you all. We're also opening up Inner Circle in a few weeks, I think, sometime before the end of the year. So for those of you who want to journey consistently in Inner Circle, this is a women's only circle, so it's going to stay a women's only circle. Um, if you want to work consistently together, it's kind of um, the place that I hold space for all of the time. And we're always doing workshops, we're always doing new explorations with archetypes, with other themes, with other... Uh, lots and lots and lots of other things, but, um, so stay tuned for that too. All right. It's been amazing. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for creating, um, with us and just being live is amazing. Um, watching replay is amazing too. Being a part of the podcast community, the Facebook group, all of that's really, really beautiful. So I wouldn't be here if you weren't here. Huge gratitude. I love you all. Mm -hmm.